Hello, my lovelies, and I hope you're having a good holiday week. First of all, I want to um, reassure you that I'm going to be making more podcasts, more episodes. Um, if you don't already follow me, please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. And I wanted to thank you for those listening. My transition has been a little, you know, has been a little, has had hiccups, but um, from one platform to another on my podcast. But I appreciate those of you that have listened. And, and I can see, of course, the numbers. So I am grateful. If you are new to listening, thank you for listening. Welcome and continue to listen. Please follow me so that you can get notifications when I post a new podcast. Okay, so today's topic, I just posted one yesterday, but I had this feeling like I needed to post one that was more closely related to the holiday season, which I already have one about the holiday Hoover, but I want to kind of mix up the concept of going no contact right before the holidays, because that is the situation for some of you, right? You have just decided to go no contact. Now, once again, I want to explain what no contact is and explain why some of you are not really no contact. And I'm not attacking anybody. And that is your choice, however you want to do this. But no contact is when you have blocked your narcissist from all communications in your direction, which means you've blocked their number on your phone. You've gone to your email and sent their email to um, uh, the spam folder or another folder, right? You um, have blocked them on all social media. And you have also at this point realized at least some of the flying monkeys, right? These are the family members and friends that contact you just to get information from you. And you've blocked them. And you've done the same thing. I mean, you really have a tight bubble around yourself where people cannot get in unless you want them to get in. A lot of you say, I am no contact. My mother keeps calling and I am not picking up the phone. My mother keeps texting and I don't respond. That's called no response, not no contact. The difference is this. When you go no contact, you are 100% sure that you want to get rid of this person from your life. You are done. You have realized how many things they've done to hurt you and you're protecting yourself from this person. You are now in a different state of mind than you used to be. No response. You are not 100% sure that you don't want contact. What you want is to send a message to them saying, I don't, I'm not going to talk to you. Keep calling. I'm not going to talk to you. 
that's different than putting a bubble around yourself and not caring if you even know if they've contacted you. As painful as that is. Okay. And I realized it's painful. It, it was painful for me. For two years, I just suffered through why am I not worthy of their love? It's because they're not worthy of yours, really. Because they don't know how to love. They know how to manipulate to get what they want from you. Okay. So now that we have the distinction between no contact and no response, and hopefully you're being honest with yourselves about where you are here. And you may be somewhere in the middle where you've blocked them on some things, but not on others. You know, you could be in the, in the middle. But uh, w- once you've gone no contact and you re- and I was in no response for a while too, right? I just stopped talking to mom, but didn't really block anything. And, and, and it got to the point where I was like, you know what? It's too hard. It's too hard to expect or wait. It's better to just, in my head, just expect not to be contacted because I'm not going to let her contact me. I'm not going to let the flying monkeys contact me. Okay. So you've got no contact recently, and this is your first holiday without your parent or your partner. This is the most difficult one you will live. And I tell you the truth, right? I don't go on here and sugarcoat anything for you guys. I I want you to know how it is so that you're not shocked. It's going to not be pleasant, you know, because Christmas is going to look different this year than every other year, especially if it's your parent, if it's your mother, who's who you've got no contact with. You probably did every single Christmas of your life up until now with her, right? If you're in a romantic relationship, it is a transition back to before you knew them, which is hard too, because you have changed as a person in all of those years that you've been with that person. I get that too, right? It's not easy. It's not easy to be no contact or to have broken up with your partner right before Christmas. That sucks in and of itself because your hurt just hurts so bad. And I know, and I feel for you and I'm sorry if that's what you're dealing with right now. So let's say, you know, this is your first holiday and you, you have to deal with All of the commercials on television and all of the holiday movies that come up the minute you turn on Netflix or Hulu or HBO or HBO Max or Amazon Prime, first thing that comes up is a holiday movie and you just don't want to deal with it. And if you're going out and you go in a store and it's Christmas music, I know what you're going through, okay? First of all, my mother just made the holidays difficult for me anyway. I, I've had an aversion to Christmas for years. This is not a, a new thing. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you have the same experience where Christmas just isn't what it used to be because, you know, mom made it that way. The worst year of my life, um, up until now, Um, up until this whole narcissist thing, the worst year of my life was the year that I got 
separated and divorced because all of a sudden after so many years, I mean, I didn't know how to be alone um, because I went from my parents' house to my husband's house at a very young age. And that year that I separated from him, um, I expected my parents were going to do Christmas dinner just like they always did. And I showed up to their house around eight o'clock and everything was dark. I could tell from the outside, like all the lights were off. And one, you know, I think my dad opened the door and, I, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, they're like, oh, we're, we're in bed. We're sleeping. And I was shocked because and the reasoning they gave me for this was that my daughter, who was three, was with her father on Christmas Eve. I ended up going back to my apartment by myself. I had a Weight Watchers pizza and watched The 40-Year-Old Virgin. It has been 15 years since then. And I have never forgotten that. Because I wasn't important enough for dinner on Christmas Eve. So, I have an aversion to Christmas. And as it turns out, I had not, of course, met my current husband and he also had a, a terrible Christmas that year. He had a lot of losses. And he was also alone. And we have bonded over that. That we never have to be alone again. I'm sorry, guys. So that's what narcissists do. They make you feel horrible. At every turn. So what happens? That first Christmas after you go no contact is very difficult because you have to adjust your life. Right? You're not probably not going to see, you know, you're not, you're not going somewhere maybe that you went every year or they're not coming to your house when they always did. And you're going to miss them. Now, here is the trick. There is no trick. You have to grieve. Okay? You have to grieve that loss. If you do not grieve that loss, you can't get to the other side of the loss. I did a podcast, an episode that deals with the grieving process as I see it. Okay, I didn't get this from a book. I didn't get it from my research. I took those steps of grief from my experience of grief. Okay, um, because what I've read is that it's the normal grieving process. Like when someone dies and except that the first stage is acceptance accept and and when someone dies the last stage is acceptance but i don't find that to be true at all 
the grieving process, and I'm just going to list it. If you want to listen to that podcast, it is there. You can still find it on Google Podcast or Apple Podcasts. All of my podcasts are there. The list is, it is, the first step is acceptance. So if you're listening to this, you've already accepted that this person in your life is a narcissist. The next stage is anger, but it's not anger. It is just fury. It is, ugh, you just, the anger is so high, you need a new word for anger, right? And that is, it's actually a very useful feeling in the moment because it is what drives you to protect yourself. Then after the anger, then after the anger, sorry, I paused. I was looking at the time since I'm using a new podcast recorder. (laughs) Um, After the anger comes sadness. And guilt, okay? They don't put guilt in the other grieving process. Sadness and guilt, okay? Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm not talking to my mother. And then you start to question and look back and remember the nice things that this person did. But that wasn't most of it. Most of it was the bad stuff they did, right? The way that they had these expectations for you that you could never reach the way that they were lying to you and to everyone else talking about you to the family during this smear campaign, which probably started many, many years before you went no contact. So you have sadness and guilt over what happened. And now you will have anger and sadness and guilt, anger and sadness and guilt, go back and forth, back and forth on those two. And then you come out the other side, you start to have days where you don't feel those very strong emotions. Now I got choked up talking about Christmas because that one Christmas is something that that bonded my husband and I when we talked about it because we met six months later and we talked about Christmas and both of us had had a bad Christmas and we bonded over that, right? Now, he had a very good reason. He had people in his life had just passed away. But in my life, there there was no reason for me to have spent that Christmas alone. So on top of not having my daughter with me, because that was hurting me too, I had to deal with going to my parents' house, and they had also, they had shut down. They I didn't matter. Um, so it was a lot of, like, realizations all at once and a lot of bad things. I couldn't wait for Christmas day because I was going to see my daughter and I purposefully didn't, I saw my parents for a very short amount of time and then left and went to see a guy they hated. And I did that to upset them. But now I know that that's not a reason, right? (laughs) You'd go no contact for yourself, not for them, not as punishment to them. So, how are you going to handle Christmas? You're going to handle it the best that you can, right? 
and how is the best that you can is do something that if if you're gonna, going to be alone for some reason, do something that's pleasurable. I watched that movie and that movie has become a classic, right? The 40 year old virgin had just come out that year and I saw it for the first time that night. I did something fun and I loved the movie. And I don't have any bad memories. Like, I don't have a bad connection to it at all. So, do something for you if you're going to be alone. If you're still going to get together, then you still have that. Right? And if you think of the narcissist who's not there, that's okay. Let the thought come through you. Let the feelings come through you. And then move on. And remind yourself, this is the worst it's going to get. Because next year, I will know what it feels like already. And the following year, they will no longer be a part of Christmas. In my mind. So, I hope that that helped even one of you. Right? To realize what... That, yes, Christmas will suck. It's going to be hard. Your emotions are going to be all over the place. But that is so important to feel the grief. Now, you're not going to feel the grief on Christmas, even Christmas Day. That grief is over a long period of time, and it's not a straight line in the right direction. It's kind of two steps forward, one step backwards, Two steps forward, one step. So you're generally going in the right direction, but you're going to have setbacks, right? And please, if you've got no contact, these narcissists know damn well that you're vulnerable and that you are probably feeling bad. Please don't let them hoover you with gifts or a phone message that says how much they love you and miss you because that's all a Hoover tactic. I have yet in all of the time that I have been in this community to see one person, one say that they've come back in contact with the narcissist and they didn't regret it. Every single one that has gone back has said, I realized right away that I had made a mistake and they go no contact again. And if you do that, don't feel bad. This is not Alcoholics Anonymous. You don't have to start from day one. You just do the no contact thing again. And you do not have to tell the the narcissist that you're doing it. You just do it. Because remember, this is about you. This is not about them. So you don't owe them anything. If they were abusive for so long to you, why you really don't owe them anything. All right, I'm going to end there, and I hope that someone out there has heard this and gotten something from it. Because it it's rough the first year. It's rough. I have a friend I made through Instagram who moved from my home state to another state, And I know that she may be feeling some of these things right now, right? Because this will be her first year, no contact as well. And I hope that she's okay. And I hope that all of you are okay. And I hope that some of you listening to this know what I'm talking about. Because this isn't the first Christmas like me. It's not. 
I know what Christmas is going to look like. And it's great. I have what I need. And you have to realize that all of you have what you need. You have yourselves. And that's all you need. To be a complete and whole person. You don't need someone to put you down and abuse you. You just need someone who loves you. And that's you. And hopefully you have a spouse, a partner, children, other family members who truly love you too. Well, happy holidays. I will probably make another episode before Christmas. But I want you to feel loved. And that's what I'm sending to you right now is my love. And until next time.